0: content of this podcast is provided as general informational purposes only. It is not intended for nor should it be used to replace professional behavior intervention and advice.
1: This is Sissy and this is Susan and we are Function Junction. Behavior matters
2: and so do people who are uh, guests on our podcast who are on the autism spectrum. So we welcome you Brennan. Thank you so much for being here Today, I know our listeners love hearing
0: from people like you, so welcome. Hey, uh, couldn't resist that intro. <laughs> Happy to be on the podcast.
2: We're thrilled to have you. So can you tell us and our listeners a little bit about you, how old you are?
0: My name's Brendan. I'm 16. I like art, singing, theater, just like artsy stuff. Cool. Uh, I, like mo- I, like movie- I like movies, I like gaming, I like games, and... And I, ha- and, my, and I have autism that affects my, my emotion. Well, thank you for sharing that.
2: So you're 16 and you are
0: in what grade? I'm currently a, ju- a junior in high school. How do you like it? Yeah, it's, some- yeah. <laughs> it's something, I guess. What
2: most 16-year-olds <laughs> would say about high school, I'm sure. When, uh, what do you want to do when you graduate?
0: Uh, I don't know. Get a job, work your game to college.
2: You had said you're in a lot of, you're into a lot of art and artsy things. Do you think you'll go to college, uh, to study more about art or do you, uh, uh yeah.
0: no, because I have no, because I have a lot of problems w- with people telling me how my art is, like telling me, telling me what to do with my art. So it gets very, so I get a lot of attitude towards it. So I, in any case, if I'm going, I am going to college, it's more for biological, by, you know, like, you know, like medical reasons.
2: Oh that'll be cool what do you think you're gonna study specifically uh I don't
0: know uh I don't know i hear i hear that- can't see what I hear that uh people that do x-rays make make a good amount of money
1: that's that's great and I'm sure that's really interesting too you know to look at bones and other parts of you know what x-rays look at and try to figure out what's happening yeah 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 so is that I guess that is that a radiologist
0: or no? I do not know. I have poor memory. No,
2: that's okay. It might be an x-ray yeah. technician or it could be yeah. a radiologist if you wanted to be, you know, go further and be a uh, be a doctor.
1: Yeah, I think a, a an x-ray technician is the person who takes the x-rays and then the radiologist reads what the x-rays say and tell you whether you have a broken bone or whatever it is, the X ray was you in.
0: know. You know, funny enough, I have this like long going joke with my mom. Basic, basically, it's basically it's this. She said we talked about doctor stuff. Yes, yes, to get paid to tell so- getting paid to tell someone that they're that they're, they're dying. Oh, <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, you are dying. Give give me three hundred bucks.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. goodness.
0: Um. So, are you working right now, Brennan? Uh, currently, right now, no. The the job I did have was was you know, it was an was an intern was an internship, a paid internship, but an internship. That sounds cool. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, it, was, it was nice. It was I was basically working at Walgreens. Cool. Oh. The people were nice, but I do I do tend to just naturally just have an attitude towards people, so
1: the I can tell is. you have a dry sense of humor. So I'm sure sometimes people miss. That you're being, you know, you're being humorous, and they might not quite get it. no, no. no, no.
0: it's just that I do have a, just I do not I do naturally just sound like I have an attitude.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Also, the also uh, my supervisor, basically the person I was, you know, watching and you know ma- managing my pay, was not exactly the per- kind of person I like. Mm. One of those people that act like they know you, but. The quote of, the quote, of good, the quote of most of my friends, which are t- which are autistic, we do not... People that are artistic do not like it when you act like you know them, like you know them. You know what I mean? Like you're all buddy buddies and friends.
1: Oh. Good to know. What kind of things do you
2: and your friends do when y'all hang... Or do you hang out in person? Like the, maybe uh,
0: Mainly just, maybe just you know, a quick, a quick kind of chat and just going on our own business because most of the time most of the time, you know, we're it's at school. We do talk over phone and such. Mainly just talk about dumb, dumb stuff. Uh, neat facts. Different different things. What's going on in the day. Advice, advice for stuff. Etc.
2: That's pretty cool. So we have a friend who has been on the podcast a couple of times. And he has a group of uh, friends that he went to school with and he plays Dungeons and & Dragons and then they go out in the community and play Pokemon Go. Do you do anything like that?
0: I used to play that game, like Pokemon Go, but uh eh, recent years, I have not touched it. Dungeons & Dragons is another story. I love that to my rotten core. Do you play
2: that with your friends at school or do you play it with different people?
0: Uh, I've never
2: exactly
0: played it, but I do enjoy enjoy it. I'm the i I'm a guy that likes writing stories, so so I love I love like you know coming up, coming up with you know ideas and ideas and such for for different adventures.
1: So do you ever put your drawing and your writing together and make like a graphic novel or something like that? I tried. It gets. An, I do
0: try that, but most of the time, but well, most of the time, I do I just kind of you know, draw stock images or character sheets.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Do you do theater arts at school if you like theater? Yeah, th- yeah. Yeah, I do theater arts. That's great. That's great. Do you like to be on the stage or do you like to do the behind the scenes stuff? A uh, mix of both. I like being on the stage, but
0: but if, it, but if it's a role that I am going to be very har- that's going to be very hard for me to, to do, it's going I'm not really it's going I'm going to feel judged if I'm on the stage.
1: And none of us like to be judged, so yeah.
0: Not to mention the fact that most people like go to go to drama, think of it as an easy grade.
2: Oh, is that right? It's really not, though. Is most it?
0: people, in my, most people in my in my school are because you know,
2: yeah, most of people in your school what they think it's
0: an easy grade. Yeah, most of the guys in my school quite literally are the stereotypical equivalent of a jock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm, not, I'm not trying to be rude here. They act they act. Like, the stereotype of a job. Do you
2: think there's a stereotype about people that you hang out with?
0: Nerds. Oh, really? Basket cases. Do people say those words? Yeah, more than you think. Is that right? Maybe calling me a basket case, but my friend's nerds. And hey, (laughs) nerds rule. Nerds rule.
1: Nerds do do I'm with you on that. I'm a nerd.
0: Revenge of the nerds.
2: I'm a nerd. Sissy's a little bit of a nerd. We're not basket cases, though. So I do you want to talk at all about autism? Do you want to talk, like, when you found out you had autism? Anything about that? Well, there's a little cat in the background.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> That's my three legs. Sorry sorry, 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 sorry. She's sorry, sorry. looking for Wait, three legs? Yeah, she, he only has three
0: legs. Um, he's a cutie. I don't know why injured animals for me just seem cuter. I don't know why. Yeah. I have
2: another friend who has autism who loves mm-hmm. to help injured animals. He picks them up on the side of the road and
0: helps also, them. And, and plus I just them. love cats. I love them. Do I can you relate
2: do. to them. Tell oh. us about why you like cats and if you have any.
0: Um. Well, I like cats for obvious reasons. I can relate to them. They sleep, they eat. They constantly look like they're judging people. They cute. They're nice. They are. They look, like, like, they look right. like They look like they look like they're judging you, but they aren't. Okay. Okay. I yes. love their faces when they're laying down, sleeping. You know what I mean? I do. I know exactly. They look so appeased.
1: Do you have a cat?
0: Uh, I did. We don't have one currently. I ha- We've had a couple cats in our life. We are our, our my favorite. One of our favorite, though, his name was Fudge. He was a big old black cat. Ah. I miss I miss him very much. We had to put him down. Aww. Because he, he he was going out he was going out and quite literally coming back with slashes, cuts. Yeah. His face looked his face looked like leatherface. Oh, that's too bad. Seriously, give him a tiny chainsaw and bam, leatherface.
1: Oh mm. goodness.
2: So Brandon, yeah. you know, we're pretty much through COVID now, thank goodness. And I was gonna ask you You know how that was for you. I know I've talked to some people who have autism who said it really wasn't a big deal, and then we've talked to other people. It wasn't really a big
0: deal. I'm just I'm just a guy that likes having a schedule. You know what I mean? A lot of autistic people, a lot of autistic people I know just like having a schedule to go by. Totally, totally. I can. It's nice to have like a nice routine. You know, it's, it's it's just nice. You know, when when COVID hit, it it was a mix up for the routine, but. I didn't really complain that much. The masks though were very annoying. I breathe a lot heavier, heavier, so my mask kept on, you know, getting hot and ugh. Yeah, they were not doesn't have the doesn't have that I'm in Texas. So we only have two weather weathers. Hot, rain. That's it. Uh-huh. Pretty
2: and, nice. and we're recording this during the summer, so it is very,
0: very hot outside. So,
2: were you able to establish a routine during COVID?
0: Eh, Not really, no. Just get up, get up, medicine, do whatever. Did you go to school online? Yes, and it was annoying. Was it? Do you like being in person more? No, it's not that. It's just that, you know... You know, I wanted to break from school. Well, sure. (laughs) Like, literally, during, like, the first weeks when we were were constantly, you know, when they were firstly canceling school, like, you know, cutting out school for, you know, you know, then trying to open it back up. I kept on making a joke saying, me and my brother kept on making a joke saying, should we cough? You think we should cough? You know, get out of school early?
2: <laughs> yes, I know. If you coughed, I remember coughing and I would say to people, I'm sorry. I promise it's just allergies or, you know, I don't have COVID
0: or. I sneeze and everyone looks at me like I have the plague. hmm. hmm. I tend to sneeze loudly. So I can't just like, you know, trying to like, hide it away. They look at me like I have the plague. Oh yeah. my goodness.
2: Tell us about your brother. Do you have other siblings?
0: Oh, uh, my brother. My, br- my brother, yeah. I have my brother. Two sisters and two technically adopted sisters. Oh, so you have a big family. A lot of which extends
2: to Alabama. Oh,
0: so who? how many people live with you? Currently, my, mo- my mom, my brother, my brother, and our adopted sister. Oh, that's great. That's great. Do you guys get along? Eh, fairly enough, as much as a normal family does. There's ups, there's downs. There's times I want to strangle my brother. You know, <laughs> family stuff.
2: Yeah, I know that um, during COVID you had a pretty significant loss um, in your family. Do you want to talk about that at all? That wasn't really during COVID. That was last year. Okay. Yeah, it was
0: right at the end. You're right. How are you doing? Eh, good. I guess I've been a lot more easily, a lot more easily agitated, but I'm managing. Sure. And I'm curious, you know, we, your mom and I
2: talked very little about the grieving process, and I wasn't sure if maybe you wanted uh, to talk about that. Uh,
0: I don't really feel comfortable talking about it. it's a very compli- it's a very complicated thing for me.
2: Sure, and it's very personal, so we certainly appreciate and respect that. So let's talk a little bit about. When you found out you had autism, do you have any memories of that?
0: Uh, not really, really. my I, I have a very fuzzy memory. Do you remember it, about how old you were when you found uh, out? I think when I was mainly told about it, it was around uh, when I was five or six. Oh, wow. That's young. That's actually good for
2: people like you to understand it earlier, you know, the better, more people understand it earlier, the better. Do you feel like people around you at school and in the community and at work understand autism a little bit? Yeah. Kind of sense. that you know, it's just a, whatever thing for them, for most people. Well, that's good because I think years ago it would have been a big deal. It's kind of nice though, that it's not that big of a deal anymore. Would you say so? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
2: <laughs> tell us a little bit about uh your into your paid internship at walgreens how did
0: you like that yeah, it was nice stocking shelves wiping wiping down shelves facing things it, it was nice yeah and what happened why aren't you doing that anymore uh, it was just for it was just for a month it was a paid internship for a month and that's it
1: yeah uh, like learning and finding things that you might enjoy doing man
0: that sounds like a great <laughs> point. Hey, at least the pay was good. <laughs> 13, 13 an hour.
2: That is nice. Did you do anything special with your money?
0: Not really, no. Well, not yet anyway. Are you saving up for anything or are you gonna spend not it? Alone? Really? I just I just I don't have anything I really want to spend on it. I just don't really spend it. Gotcha. All right. That's good.
1: That's good. You don't want to waste your money. If you don't have to, you know, you can wait and see if there's something you really want. But uh, I had a question and then I lost it. That happens to me sometimes, but it'll come back. <laughs> so, Brendan, while Sissy's thinking about her
2: question, what are your favorite classes and what are your least favorite classes at school?
0: Uh, favorites would have to go to bi- biology, uh, theater arts, And uh, I sounds hard to say because a lot of teachers have been leaving the school I go to. Yeah. So,
2: Tissy, were you going to say something?
1: No, I was just thinking about um, when you talked about people reacting to autism. I mean, part of it is autism looks different on every person. So how people react to it, you know, is... uh, going to be individualized I like that you say that you're not necessarily getting that much reaction these days about being on the spectrum because there was a time when kids were picked on quite a bit people were picked on yeah
0: my my sister my sister knows that Does your sister yeah. also have autism yeah yeah ba- yeah basically basically yeah she basically yeah when she when she was my age yeah Oh, okay. How old is she now? Do you know? I think she's in her thirties. I I
2: cannot remember for the love of me. Gotcha. And so what do you like about biology? I know other people who have autism who like biology. What do you like about it?
0: I don't know. I just like learning about, you know, nature and such. I just like like it. Oh, about nature. So it's more about
2: the nature and not less about like the inner workings of your body and things like well, that. Yeah, but I like learning about how things work.
1: It, okay nice. I mean, nature to me goes hand in hand with being an artist you know I, I see a lot of artists that can see the art in in nature when they look out I there mean, it a, i see it, I mean it's a thing in,
0: in a lot of art schools that to practice the human anatomy is it
1: really mention, okay well that makes sense
0: not to mention you know practice the bu- the bu- the, bu- the bones and structure of a body like for animation school it it does is a for animation. It's a it's a required part of it for you know learning how the body moves and such.
2: That's really cool. Do you think you might look into that when you go to college as maybe a minor, like to have the X ray information as a major and maybe a minor with art
0: or biology. I don't really know. I. When it comes to talking about the, the next thing, the next step, I don't. I kind of try to avoid it. I'm not one for talking for the future. Sure. And you have time.
2: I have uh, sissy, and I have some friends who have a hard time thinking about the future and organizing their thoughts in terms of you know what the next year would look like, much less the next day. Do you struggle with that? With kind of organizing your thoughts and planning and Things like that? Uh, Not really,
1: no. So you get your assignments in on time at school and all that stuff? Uh, For the most part, yeah. I try to make sure I'm on top of that. That's great. That is great.
2: Sissy, wasn't that a neat conversation we had with Brennan? He was really um, so fun, and I wish people could see him because he's a very handsome, very precious young man, and we thank him for being on our podcast.
1: Yeah, I really loved his sense of humor. (laughs) you know, nerds rule, (laughs) and basically calling me a a killer if I want to watch, you know, he's like, yeah, yeah, people watch those uh, kill them shows. He didn't say kill them shows. He said true crime uh, because they're wanting to get ideas and (laughs) thinking, oh, gosh, no. (laughs) But uh, I love that sense of humor of his. So yeah, he's a cutie. I think we have a question. Would you like to read it? Sure. Brennan talked a little bit about being told that he has autism when he was a child. And who is best to talk with a child about their diagnosis? Would it be A, the physician who diagnoses the child, B, a counselor, C, his or her favorite teacher, or D, his or her parent?
2: Yeah, that's a really good question. I remember being in a classroom when the teacher was doing a social skills kind of a pullout class. And these kids came in and everybody sat down ready for their social skills lesson. And it was the very beginning of school. And this young man walked in, it was middle school. And he was like, I don't know why I'm here. This class, I, don't, I don't need to be here. And these other kids were like, well, I'm here because I have autism. Well, I'm here because I have Asperger syndrome. Well, I'm here because I have autism. And the young man was like, well, I don't have any of those things. This is ridiculous. And stomped out of the class. And he did. And it was a, a very unfortunate Thing and way to hear that he might be part of that group. And so I think this is a really important question because, you yes. know, a physician who diagnoses the child, if it's a child, that physician needs to talk to the parent <laughs> about disclosure and not the child about disclosure. Certainly a counselor can be beneficial in so many ways in terms of helping the child process the diagnosis. And learn more about the diagnosis and develop goals for, you know, the future and things like that, as well as his or her favorite teacher. That person can do the same process and, and, and learn more and all of that. But at the end of the day, the child's parents are the ones responsible and best to talk yeah. to that child about autism.
1: Yes, ethically, we should leave it to the parent to decide. The parent may say he loves his counselor and we're going to let the counselor tell them. Exactly. But the parent made that decision, not the counselor, not the teacher, not the doctor.
2: Absolutely. And it's a very personal decision. You know, I know a lot of families who have told their child and I know of a few families who have chosen not to tell their child.
1: Right. And right. Uh, yeah.
2: I can remember
1: giving a story, reading a story to a whole grade level of kids because there were a couple of children on the spectrum in that grade level. I knew there was a young man in the group, you know, very very academically able student Mm -hmm. in the group who was being assessed and I knew what direction the assessment was going to go. But anyway, I could see the light bulb coming Uh on for him and, you know, him really identifying with the story, the child in the story. And the child in the story was really pretty challenged all the way around in terms of their autism. But there was that young man understanding the feelings of that other kid. And I didn't go over and say anything to him. And even if he had come over to me and said, hey, I think I'm like that kiddo, I probably would have just said, oh, can you relate to that? But I wouldn't have said, well, you know, you're being tested right now to see if that's what you have. You know, that's not my place. And I, I you know, know, we don't, we had, we didn't even know for sure yet. Anyway, but even if I had, I, it still wouldn't have been my place mm-hmm. to disclose. Mm-hmm. Even when we would read those stories, we frequently, I mean, unless a parent said, "I want you to tell the mm-hmm. the other children that my child is on yeah. the spectrum," we we would just read the story, yeah, you know, and and yeah, let kids yeah. understand that people think differently and it's okay.
2: And we cannot violate that confidentiality by yeah. saying, well, you know. Don over here, you know, he has autism. That's just a huge violation of FERPA and confidentiality. And, and you know, again, it's up to the parent, whether yep. they tell the child or not, period.
1: Yep.
2: Anyway, we hope you enjoyed part one of Brennan, and we hope you have a great weekend and have a listen next week for part two. Bye.
1: We'll be back.